Deeply sit. Deeply sit. Well, I thought we should uh, just think about uh, our nativity tableau and uh, how everyone got to be where they uh, got to be. And I, I don't mean uh, that we've um, press-ganged people into positions this morning and twisted arms to inhabit our nativity tableau, but how the original characters uh, got there, because uh, by any stretch, it's a motley crew of people in the, um, uh, in the manger, notwithstanding the fact that the wise men shouldn't be there because they never showed up on the first Christmas day. They took a couple of years to make their way. And, um, but uh, for uh, we haven't got two years to wait to put them in, so we pop them in now. But it's a motley crew, isn't it, of uh, Mary and Joseph, this uh, poor couple from this um, backwards town of Nazareth that no one had ever heard of, and uh, shepherds who are, well... Well, shepherds, and, uh, and then wise men. Uh, so how did they get there? Why is, well, why is Mary there? Well, Mary's there because an angel came and spoke to her and gave her this extraordinary message about how she was going to be the mother of the one that the Israelites had been waiting for for hundreds of years. The Jewish nation had been waiting in expectation of a rescuer, a saviour. And uh, every Jewish mother wondered whether they might be the one to be chosen. And so Mary, as a child, would have grown up and maybe had that thought in the back of her mind, I wonder. But would probably have dismissed herself, thinking that she came from such a poor and humble background. And the reason Mary is there is because when the angel came and spoke to her, she heard God's voice. She had a heart that was attentive towards God. And when God spoke, she recognised his voice. And the reason Mary is there is because when she's given this extraordinary message from the angel that she will bear this child, this son of David, this new king of Israel, her attitude of heart is to say, I am the Lord's servant. Let it be to me as you have said. And that's the reason she is there, despite all the implications of being found pregnant and not being married and all the implications of that, the possibility, the very real possibility of being stoned to death for being found pregnant uh, and not married, uh, growing up just with that, the, the, the rumours that would have circulated around her of, well, well, who is the father? Mary says, I'm the Lord's servant. Let it be to me as you have said. That's why she's there. Why is Joseph there? Well, Joseph's there because, well, he's, he's a good and honourable man who ultimately loves Mary. We know from the reading that he, he has this moment where he discovers that Mary is pregnant and he knows that he's not the father and his, his instinct, as it would be for, for any man, is, is just the disgrace. Mary has disgraced herself. And yet Joseph too has a heart of humility and a heart that's willing to listen to the Lord. And in a dream, the Lord speaks to him and says, no, this is I'm involved in this. This is my plan. This is my purpose. Take Mary to be your wife. And so Joseph comes with this same kind of humility. Again, Joseph has to live with the, 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 the rumours and the, and the innuendo and the questions uh, that swirl around Mary and Joseph from those who don't understand what's really going on. But Joseph comes with this humility to say, well, Lord, I don't, I don't quite understand but I'll go with your plan, I'll, I'll hear your voice. And so Mary and Joseph are there because they come with this heart of humility to say, well, Lord, I don't quite understand what you're doing, 
but I'm willing to be a part of what you're doing. And that's why they're there. The shepherds, well, what are the shepherds doing there? The shepherds are, well, in, in the society of the time, the, the shepherds are no one of any great importance. Well, no one of any importance at all. Shepherding is what you do if you really can't find anything else to do. The shepherds are looked down on uh, by the rest of society. They don't have a prominent place in society. And yet, they're there because God chose them. He chose them to be the first people that he would tell this good news to about this child being born. And the shepherds are there because God wants us to know that he cares for all of us, no matter who we are, no matter what our status or position in life might be. God, he doesn't care about that. The Bible says does, God doesn't judge us as we judge each other. God doesn't see from the outside, he sees our heart, he sees in each one of us the image, his image in which we were created. And the shepherds are there because when the angel came and told them this message, they decided they wanted to go and find out for themselves. They wanted to go and see if this good news that they'd been told was really true. And I guess most of us are here this morning because... In some way, this message was told to us, this message of Jesus who who came to be a saviour and we decided to go and find out for ourselves. I'm here this morning because people told me about the good news of Jesus when I was a child and a teenager, but I wanted to go and find out for myself. And so I came to Jesus and discovered that he was who he said he was. And the shepherds are there in the stable around the manger because they've been told good news and they go to find out for themselves whether or not it's true. And then the the wise people, the wise men, however many there were, we don't know how many there were, we just assume there were three because they brought three gifts that there might have been a dozen of them, who knows. But they're there because they had an idea that there was something going on. There was something going on in the universe that God was communicating through the appearing of this bright star and they do their research. Uh, they read the Old Testament, they read other writings and they, they work out that something of great importance is happening in the world and they work out that it's happening in Bethlehem and so they set off on this long journey, probably six months across the desert and they arrive and they bring gifts Because they know that when they arrive, there will be someone there that they want to bow down to and worship. And so they're from the other end of society, from the shepherds. The shepherds, well, they're kind of wiped down at the bottom. The the wise men, the kings, these are celebrated people. They are honoured in their society. They're the ones that people look up to and go to for wisdom and for advice. So they're at the top of society, and yet they come with their gifts intending to worship. We know from our Bible reading that they wanted to find this king, this saviour, in order to bow down and worship. And when they arrive, eventually, and they find this child, less than two years old, we don't quite know how old, but under two years old, they find this child, Jesus, and they present their gift, and they they bow down and worship because they recognise that this child is is a king. This is the one that they uh, were searching for. And so again, for some of us, uh, we may have questions. We may be searching. We may be 
at the early stages of a journey as the wise men were as they first set out on their quest to discover who was this king. And maybe some of us are in that place of, well, we're not quite sure what we're looking for, but we think there's something, someone to find. And that's why all these characters are there. And they all set us a wonderful example for us in our, in our own lives. That Mary and Joseph are there because they come with humility. And Mary said, well, I'm the Lord's servant. Let it be to me as you have said. And for those of us who know the Lord Jesus, it's the most wonderful attitude that we are encouraged to follow. To simply say to Jesus, we are the Lord's servants. Let it be to us as he has said. What are the plans and purposes that God has for our lives in the year that is about to begin? A new year we're on the dawn of. What is the Lord saying to us? Will we come with that attitude of humility? Uh, The attitude of the shepherds who were told this wonderful message of good news and wanted to go and find out for themselves. We will never know all that there is to know about God in this life, but he reveals himself to us so that we can go and find out more. And if you don't yet know the Lord Jesus, then may I encourage you to have that attitude of the shepherds to go and find out. They wanted to see for themselves. And the wise men, they had a lot going on for them. They had wealth, they had position, but they came intending to worship. They came intending to bow down and Uh, What we're invited to do this Christmas and every Christmas is to come and bow down before Jesus, the King of Kings. We have uh, inhabited our Christmas tableau, our nativity tableau, this morning with a very motley crew of uh, participants. But we have, uh, we started this morning with uh, just chairs with empty costumes and we have inhabited those costumes and brought to life our nativity tableau. And at Christmas, what we remember is that Jesus uh, came and dwelt among us. God himself became incarnate. God came and inhabited our flesh. He came and inhabited our humanity. He took that which was in so many ways empty and lifeless and filled our humanity with himself. And then as the perfect human being, as the perfect only perfect one of us, he went to the cross and died on the cross for all of our imperfection, all of our sin and wrongdoing. And this baby Jesus, who grew up to be an adult, died as our saviour on the cross. He inhabited our broken humanity and filled it with his grace. And his invitation to us is that we might welcome him and accept him and allow him to fill our lives with his new life, and then to worship him, not just now, but to worship him forever. So may we all be encouraged by the characters in our nativity and the attitude that they came with in the example that they set us, and may we find ourselves one day in the manger worshipping this child Jesus, not just as a baby, but as our saviour, the one who came to give us life. Amen. Amen. Uh, We're going to spend.